Welcome to Married by Design. How are you doing at loving others? Do you find yourself struggling in your love not only for others but also for the Lord? Has this time of coronavirus and all the challenges left you a bit listless and cold in your relationship with God? That's what we're going to be looking at on this episode of Married by Design. The purpose of the Married by Design podcast is to encourage couples to enjoy all that God has for them in their marriage relationship. Welcome back to Married by Design. In the last two episodes, we looked at the idea of how we're supposed to love. We discussed how significant it is that we care for and respond to the needs of others. The second greatest commandment that Jesus spoke of was to love others in the same way that we love ourselves. As we were talking about this, it seemed like it would be only natural for us to look at the greatest commandment. The greatest commandment is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and all your strength. So our question for you is, how are you doing in your love for God? Do you have an affection and a passion for Him, a desire to be with Him, and an excitement about His presence in your life? The reality is that our love for others will be energized and strengthened by our love for the Lord. When we are walking right with God and close to Him, that will impact the way we view other people and treat them. That closeness with God will seep into all the other relationships that we have. It will help you to love your spouse better and care for your children. As we shall see, your love for God and your devotion to Him will really affect every area of your life. And that love is so significant that we thought we would take some time to look at the challenges that we face in actually loving God. If you're already a follower of Jesus Christ, you are in a relationship with the Lord, but it must be cultivated just like any other relationship. And it's possible that the trials that you've experienced over the last year have caused your love for the Lord to grow cold and fade away. In this episode, we're going to look at this concept of how important it is to love the Lord and to address issues that possibly have come up in your life that are affecting the love that you have for Him. The reality is that we allow our circumstances and experiences to affect our relationship with the Lord. It really should not be so, but it is. What we've all experienced in the last nine months possibly has had a profound effect on your relationship with the Lord. There is a general listlessness and lack of focus as we have been isolated. Most people would agree that our motivations have faded away with everything that's been going on. Maybe you faced great challenges or even a job loss. Those kinds of events can have an effect on our relationship with God as we feel the disappointment that He allows in our lives. Maybe you've lost someone that you care for, and you've begun to question the Lord and why He has allowed that. Maybe you've been struggling in some of these issues that we looked at, fear and discouragement and anger that have made you more distant from the Lord. In any of those issues, we need to be encouraged that God does love us and wants an intimate relationship with us. And we're never that far from rekindling that passion that we can have for God. He wants us to walk with Him in the same way that Adam and Eve walked with Him in the Garden of Eden originally. That was before sin was in the world, and that's a beautiful picture of the kind of day-to-day relationship and intimacy that God wants to have with us. God hasn't moved away from you if you're distant from Him. 
you've moved away from him. And what we want to do in this episode is encourage you to turn your heart back to the Lord and begin again to cultivate that relationship if it's grown cold. We can easily forget how significant and how central our relationship with the Lord could be. Maybe you're in a place where you never actually started that relationship with Jesus Christ. If that's the case, we would encourage you to understand the gospel that God sent His only Son to bear your sins on the cross so that you could have the intimate relationship with Him. In order to become a child of God, you need to turn from your sin and believe that Jesus Christ died for you. He took your place on the cross and suffered so that you could be forgiven of your sins and have a relationship with Him that starts now and lasts for all eternity. In order to start that relationship, all you have to do is call out to the Lord in prayer. It says in the Bible that whoever calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. And once that relationship has been started, we need as Christians to understand that that relationship is the key to every other relationship and to surviving and also thriving through this time of 2021. I think that it's something that's easily forgotten in the midst of all the turmoil, the challenges, and the lethargy that we're experiencing. Jesus himself talked about the significance of the relationship with him in the kingdom of God. In Matthew 13, verse 44, Jesus talks about this. He says, The kingdom of heaven is like a treasure hidden in the field, which a man found and covered up. Then in his joy, he goes and sells all that he has and buys that field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant in search of fine pearls, who on finding one pearl of great value went and sold all that he had and bought it. There is a great joy in finding the Lord Jesus Christ in his kingdom. Such a great joy, as Jesus said there, that we're willing to give everything away because he is of so much greater value. The Apostle Paul speaks likewise in Philippians 3. He wrote in Philippians 3, 7, But whatever gain I had, I counted as loss for the sake of Christ. Indeed, I count everything as loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. This is what we have to come back to and get back into our thinking. This relationship with Jesus Christ is the most refreshing, encouraging, and energizing relationship that we will ever have. In Psalm 27, David had plenty of problems. He talks about the Lord hiding him on the day of trouble. He talks about not being afraid and the presence of adversaries that were attacking him. But even with those challenges, he had one goal. In verse 4, he writes, One thing have I asked of the Lord, that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to gaze upon the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. That's the one thing that David wanted, to know the Lord and to sit in his presence. Going over to verse 8, he writes of the Lord, You said to me, Seek my face. And my heart says to you, this is his response, Your face, Lord, do I seek. God's call to seek him was there, and David's response was there too. In the midst of all the challenges that we can face, being with Him and walking with Him is the one thing that will change our perspective and help us to thrive in this time. Rather than thinking that this is a time we just have to maintain and and make it through, this can be, with all the challenges, a time of really seeking after God and being refreshed and changed by Him. 
Exodus 33 is a very interesting passage. In it, Moses is dealing with all the frustration and all the challenges and all the failures that he had to cope with in leading the children of Israel. He was in a place of crisis. This was right after the golden calf in chapter 32. You would think that at that point, Moses would be sitting down, struggling with issues, grumbling and complaining and depressed. But in the midst of all those challenges, Moses wants to be in God's presence. And here's the incredible example of Moses in the midst of all that he's facing. He chose isolation to be with his Lord. In Exodus 33, verse 7, it says, Now Moses used to take the tent and pitch it outside the camp, far off from the camp. And he called it the tent of meeting. And everyone who sought the Lord would go out to the tent of meeting, which was outside the camp. Going on to verse 9, it says, When Moses entered the tent, the pillar of cloud would descend and stand at the entrance of the tent, and the Lord would speak to Moses. Now down to verse 11, the Lord used to speak to Moses face to face as a man speaks to his friend. Well, later on in chapter 34, verse 35, it says the people of Israel would see the face of Moses, that the skin of Moses' face was shining. I love that. Moses chose to go in before the Lord into a special place of meeting. He, like David, like Paul, sought after the Lord for refreshment and encouragement in difficult times. And that time that he had with the Lord had a significant impact on his countenance, his face. We need to understand the same thing. We need to see that by seeking his face, by desiring to be with him and love him more, It will have an effect on our lives and our ability to help others. But we have to put him first, not for the effect, but just the joy of knowing him, to see him as a treasure in the field and the pearl of great price. That's what these other individuals did that we saw in the Bible. What we have to do is see and understand that this time of isolation and of slowing down is a great opportunity to seek the Lord, to put him first and to cultivate our love for him. So let me just make some suggestions of how you could do that during this time of social distancing and isolation. I think that it's so important in the time that we have right now that we use it wisely, that we turn off our television from binge-watching TV shows and surfing the internet for hours. The Lord loves you and is waiting for you to come into the tent of meeting and seek His face. I think it's a matter of setting aside a block of time and spending it reading the Word slowly, talking to Him in prayer, and just being with Him. Wanting to know Him, not just for what He will do for you, but just because of who He is and how lovely He is. You can pray that prayer back to the Lord that David expressed in Psalm 27 about being in His presence. There's no specific program or For seeking God, all it takes is an eager heart and a willingness to take the time with Him. And it does take time with Him, just like any other relationship. And let's admit it, we have the time right now. My father just passed away at the end of the year. One of the passages that we had read with him over and over that he had memorized as a child was Psalm 23. That psalm has always been, encouraging as a picture of the Lord as a shepherd that cares for us. Listen to part of it. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. 
That wonderful picture of God as a shepherd caring for his sheep in the midst of the challenges of life. As you seek him and put him first, he offers those same blessings to you. Let me just touch on some of the things that can pull us away from that love for God. Maybe one of these will resonate with you right now if you feel a little bit distant from him. The first danger that we have to guard against to prevent that lack of love for God is the influence of others. It's amazing how much in the Old Testament and the New Testament the Lord talks about considering who we are close to and the influence that they have on us. The Lord warned the nation of Israel against intermixing with other nations, not because of the different ethnic groups, but because of the influence that they would have as they pulled Israel's heart away from the Lord. Solomon is an example of one who had other wives, and it says specifically that those wives with their gods pulled him away from the Lord. We would encourage you to be careful about those that you spend your time with. We need to be in fellowship with other believers as we can and recognize the negative influence that others have on us that would affect our heart for seeking God. We also have to be careful to not let circumstances draw us away from the Lord. Many have gone through great trials and difficulties and loss in this time. You have a choice to make. Either you can look at those difficulties and draw near to the Lord, or you can let them turn you away from Him. Job is an inspiring example of a person who went through great difficulties, and yet he did not abandon the Lord. And the Lord ultimately blessed him because of his faithfulness and love. Something else that we have to be careful of are those distractions and other idols that can enter our heart. This is what the Lord warned the nation of Israel against in the Old Testament. And we see over and over that when they set up their idols, whether it was a golden calf or Asherah poles, these idols distracted the people of God from a real love and devotion to the Lord. Are there idols in your life that you've set up that are pulling your heart away from the Lord? We also need to realize that sin can harden our hearts to the Lord. If you've chosen to embrace some area of sin, it will hinder your relationship with the Lord until you confess that sin and turn from it. It should be no surprise if you feel distant from the Lord because of some area of your life that you've compromised in. It's important to finally recognize that and turn from those sins, turn back to the Lord. And I just want to add one more, and that is time. Uh, Something that can pull us away from the Lord is a lack of time. If you haven't spent any time with the Lord, there should be no surprise also that you feel distant from Him. We said before, you need to spend time with anybody that you want to cultivate a relationship with. And so maybe it's for you just a matter of setting aside that time, even if you don't feel like it, and beginning to cultivate that love for God again. Well, do you want to thrive through 2021? You need to start to set your heart on seeking the Lord. This is where your spouse comes in and where two are better than one. You have the ability as husband and wife to encourage each other and hold each other accountable to seek the Lord. You need to seek the Lord together as a married couple. When one is struggling, the other can lift them up. We encourage you to make this year of 2021 a year in which your spiritual love for the Lord increases exponentially. And now for your homework. Your mission, should you choose to accept it, is to take some time and think about your own love for the Lord. Is it growing stronger and more vibrant, or is it waning and fading away? This is something that you would want to talk to your spouse about. 
What are the actions that you need to take in order to put the Lord first again in your heart? This is the one priority that needs to be first and central, the treasure in the field and the pearl of great price. Maybe you need to get counsel from your pastor or someone else to encourage you to turn back to the Lord. Well, let me pray for us. Father, I just pray for each of our hearts, uh, both for Janet and I and for every person listening. Father, help us to see that you have such a deep love for us that's demonstrated on the cross. And Father, in our own lives, that we would love you in response to your grace. Lord, if there's something hindering us in that love and that passion for you, that you would show that to us and that you would help us in this time of isolation uh, to really devote the time to you that we need to. And we ask for this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, that's it for this episode of Married by Design. Next week on our podcast, we'll be looking at the idea of using this time in 2021 to press forward and grow in your faith in every area of your life and make the changes that you need to make to become all that God wants you to be. We're going to encourage you to make resolutions. That's what we'll be covering on our next episode of Married by Design. 